welcome to another episode of a special segment of the library's podcast podcast hashtag teens at the library we are here with a group from the colony of public library in new york um, they'll kind of talk more about their library but i have henry and kaylee from the library's teen advisory board here to an- to ask some questions about their teen group about their library and whatnot so i'm gonna have henry take it away how about henry introduce yourself and then kaylee you can introduce yourself Cool. Um, I'm Henry. Nice to meet you folks. Um, (laughs) The vice president of Milton's tab. Yeah. What grade are you in, Henry? Oh, I'm a senior, you know. Nice. Okay. I am Kaylee. I am on the teen advisory board here in Milton, Wisconsin. I'm going to be a senior. And yeah. 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 Awesome. (laughs) Do you... Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'll start. Hi, I'm India, and I'm going to be a junior. I'm Haley, and I'm also going to be a junior. I'm Grace, and I'm going to be a sophomore. I'm Grace, and I'm going to be a sophomore. So I can't see your mouse. Are you going from? Were you guys going from? <laughs> started. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Maybe we raise our hands and we talk. So they know. <laughs> yeah. okay. you know. Sounds good. And is that your entire board, or is there more people? Yeah, about 20. About 20. Oh, geez. Oh, yeah, that's a lot. More. That's a lot of people. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have at least 40. Not constant, like, attendees, but 40 members. Yeah, we have about 20 consistent. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, we have, like, uh, 12, 13, 14, maybe, on yeah. a good day. <laughs> yeah. So... Okay. Um, so with our teen advisory board, they we our bylaws limit us to 15 members. So um, we obviously don't have more than 15 and we kind of people have to apply to become members. We actually are open up applications because we have some seniors that are leaving. Um, do you guys have an application process or anybody can pop in at any time? Yes. Pretty much anybody can pop in at any time. You sign up and then people attend some meetings, but not others. But there's a big email list of people who will sign up for volunteerships through the team advisory group. What type of volunteer stuff do you do y'all do up there? Like you don't mind me asking, like so throughout the year we do a lot of um, work planning the different programs that the library does. And then we also prepare different crafts for the kids. And then you also volunteer and like run the programs. So I can we we have a very unique structure here. I can um, give just a quick little background. Um, I think we've been running about I don't know probably eight nine years or so now. So kids do sign up and the, it's all leadership based. So kids come in when they're younger, they participate, and then as they get older, we really encourage teens to lead their own programs and start them, um, create them, plan them, help market them, and then run them. So we don't have as much of like a president, vice president that as it's an evolving group of people that's always coming in and out. And it's the same group of people that volunteer for all of the kids programs and the same group of people that choose and play in the newsletter every month for the teen services. So it's really interesting. So do you have like different kinds of meetings so that different people come to different meetings? We have one meeting a month and then if someone is planning an event that they are doing specifically by themselves, they'll have an individual meeting with Miss Alyssa, and we work it out like that. 
that's kind of different from us. Something that we do is we all, we have a meeting once a month where we all go and then we kind of go through an agenda where we talk about each of the programs that we work on. And so usually um, each of us in the board, we are either planning a event or something by ourselves or with other members. And so then we talk about our progress with that event or how we're doing with it or um, get feedback from our other members at that meeting. Yeah, I make it a requirement for, thank you, a requirement for membership that each TAB member has to either create a program or like work with another TAB member to offer a program or service um, for the library. So I think um, Kaylee has given a lot of great ideas. Like we have an indoor succulent garden because that was Kaylee's idea. And then um, we've done a, a photo a day challenge that our TAB member Bethany thought of. Um, Henry's working on a not presentation that <laughs> he is hasn't done yet, but it's coming, right? Yeah, it's planned. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a fun thing um, to encourage them to be active participants that they have to create a program. And that sounds like you guys have the same thing to encourage your group to create programs and such. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we kind of went on a spiel there, but like, so what are you like what do each one of y'all like focus on like are y'all y'all part of like you know, said the team newsletter or is there like a favorite one you like to work on specifically or is it like um, we kind of just work on stuff all as a group i was you know, yeah. like i would say tag like certain tag members will work on their own projects but a lot of things we do as a group like all 20 of us will put in certain ideas to plan a program or something like that it's more of like a community like all of us doing it together instead of just like one or two people making their own i mean some are there are like small groups of people that make their own but it's mostly us all doing together so what's each of your guys's favorite programs and did you work on it as a big group or was it a smaller thing that you created um, well grace and i we created a program for the youth age but i think candy and Haley do a lot more with the teens yeah, yeah. so tell them what your program was with the youth age so we created a program called build a book where we essentially read a story to the kids and then they have to use different craft materials to build something related to the book and then they all share their ideas and then we talk about the book and how it relates and then why don't you guys maybe share something with them for the teens yeah, so this summer we did a blind date with a book program. So we took books that we thought were either not popular enough or deserved more love and wrapped them in brown paper bags and then displayed them with little hints about what it was. So people could pick a book without knowing what it was, only little details about it, and then read a new book and like give a book a new life. That's really awesome. We did something like that pretty recently, actually. We did, we wrapped each book in a paper bag, like you said, and then we just put the first line of the book and then people can pick out that book. And we're, I think we're actually using that as a fundraiser in the community. We're going to put those books out at businesses or at events. And so then people can buy these books with the first line and that's how we're gonna make some money for our teen board. Cause it's like books that are kind of like in the back room, if you will, nobody's really <laughs> Like, oh, yes, this book. So you're like, here, here's a way we can help, like, help spread, share the love, spread the love. Yeah. Whatever the <laughs> phrase is. Yeah, that was the same idea behind ours. Um, so when did your guys' tab group start? 
Yeah, so um, this group's been going on a long time before previous guys. I think my original members are now like out of graduate school. So now how old does that make them? Like 25? <laughs> it's, been, and it's been going on a while. So, so these did guys, those original members start in the youth program, like you said? Um, we started with this format. This woman's been working for, with us for a long time. A couple of, um, when I started part-time as the teen librarian eons ago, we started the teen advisory group and this was kind of the model they went with. Um, and that, that group started doing these small projects, kind of like what you did. We had a kindness club that ended up like making the news and they were spreading, you know, putting bookmarks in books. They had a big kindness wall at the library and that kind of started it. It was so successful. We just kept that model. So you said your group wasn't really like the whole what, president, vice president, whatever stuff like ours was. So how does that like make it unorganized? Because I know you said you had like one big group, right? And then if you had smaller projects, like everybody's on one thing, we'll all meet up at, or whatever. So is there like, is it like pretty chaotic or? Just actually what their organization system is. <laughs> so like what he means, what is your guys's organization system for meetings? Yeah, I mean, basically how it works is if you have an idea, normally when we're in person, you just like raise your hand and share the idea. And then you can approach Miss Alyssa separately if you wanted to run your own thing. So like both of us, we all worked in pairs for our projects. There's like a core group of people who are always doing stuff and then people who show up for a few meetings and aren't, I wouldn't say as committed, just aren't, I don't know the right word for it. Yeah, aren't yeah. as involved, there we go, in the process of everything. So it's personal preference, really, how much you want to be involved yeah. and how much you want to contribute. So do you guys want to talk about like the structure of the meeting so they kind of understand how we do it? So every agenda, like, so we have our agenda and how's the agenda broken up? So we have an agenda and what we'll usually do is we'll go through the team programs that team led or programs that like we were able to be, like participated not as volunteers, but more as the people that the program was put on for. So we usually review the past programs at the beginning and then we talk about um, programs that are coming up and how we can prepare for them. And then we branch off into other ideas for new programs. Yeah, and there's always like brainstorming in the end. Yeah. So it's kind of like we have on the agenda listed, let's say it's the February meeting. We'll review the January programs, how they went, evaluate them. We'll talk about the ones coming up in February. Are there any tweaks we need? Do we need any volunteers? What do we need done You know, last minute to make the next month's programs happen? And then we brainstorm like March the following month. Like, okay, sometimes we vote on what, like we haven't done a cooking class in a while, you know, or one of, that's what one of the kids will say, not me. And then they'll say, yeah, we should do that. Oh, we did sweets the last two. We should do something savory. So then they all vote on what they want. And then that's how that happens. So that's how they create the programs for the library. So all 20 get input and in what is, are the programs for that month, two months out. That's really cool. So kind of like that, the way we do it is we have our agenda like that and so first we go through the president's report the vice president's report the treasurer's report and stuff like that so that all of the leaders that do specific things can kind of tell us what's going on not only in our teen board but in the adult area of the library and the kind adult of board the yeah. adult board yeah our um our presidents our tab president actually gets to attend the regular library board meetings as well as She's a non-voting member, or he or she's a non-voting member, um, but she's a, they are able to kind of get the inner workings of the library as a whole, which is pretty cool. So then after that, we talk about programs that recently happened, 
and go over how those went, like you said. And then we talk about current programs that are coming up in like the next week and what we need to do for that again, like you said, and then we talk about new ideas and programs and stuff like that, that might happen for the future. So usually we brainstorm a few months in advance because it usually in our newsletter, it's summer programs, fall programs, stuff like that to kind of correlate with how kids are moving in and out of school. And then we kind of wrap it up with a little activity that kind of brings us closer together. Sometimes we do like, would you rathers or a few meetings ago, we all picked a book um, that was wrapped up and we didn't know what it was. And that was really cool. So uh, do you guys have any perks for being members like scholarships or things like that? Um, You get volunteer hours for college. Yeah. So we have like a portal that we use to keep track of our volunteer hours, like kind of like a log. And then I think you said that when we, like when we get ready to go to college, it'll like print something Mm -hmm. and I'll be official. And the other high school has a program that like awards them at graduation for volunteer hours. Unfortunately, ours doesn't, but for half of our members, that's something (laughs) that they can. Yeah, that's that's the tricky thing with having two different high schools and two different sets of rules and everything else, yeah. So if you're two different high schools, um, how do you recruit? Like, did you go to like conferences? Do they have that in New York? Um, Like how do, like, do you, is it mostly like freshmen, sophomores who get recruited then stay there? Or how do you really, I guess, get new members, if you will? There's a lot of the people, like, I know I started at the programs when I was just a little kid attending them. And then I worked my way up to volunteering now. They also every summer go to the lunches at both the middle schools and the high schools and recruit there to have more members join and get them interested in programs at the library, whether that's attending an actual program or helping behind the scenes. That's really interesting. We have a pretty small town here. So our high school, it's like a block away. It's not very big it's like a thousand people it's 1200 and we have a town of 6,000 yeah. wow <laughs> what is that who likes to do math what times are we at 82,000 <laughs> he's the math guy <laughs> there you go there you go. Yeah, that. <laughs> he'll do that in his head um, yeah so it's it's hard to recruit people because there's so many people especially in our small town that already have things that they like to do, whether it be football or stuff like that. So, you know, since we only, it's kind of, it's just really hard to get people to pay attention and to commit even us. Like I know everybody on the board is in other things. Like I'm in cheerleading and FBLA and band. And so is Henry and, jobs jobs it's so hard to be able to find people that can commit time (laughs) i've noticed especially that the members of tag are the people who are super involved so we'll all have four or five other things it was still out of everything else to come to the meetings and chip in so that's um that's one reason why we ended up with the model we did so kind of what we put out in september is always all right we know high schoolers are super busy so here's the thing you know, if you don't do a fall sport, you can attend more meetings in the fall, be a member, like everybody signs up for the minutes, 
So everybody gets the minutes of every meeting. That's like the 40 people we talk about. So you have a core group that's like, this is their thing. They're not doing a sport or whatever. This is what they're passionate about. So they get super involved. Then you have people who float in and out. Like we might have someone who's here like the whole winter session, they're here all the time. And then they float out in the spring. But that's like, okay, I always tell them like, school comes first, what you've got going on is okay. If your level of joining us is just, you know, reading the minutes and volunteering for a kid's program once in a while, that's fine. You know, if you want to jump in and get more involved when you have more time, that's fine. Or you can become super involved. There's like different levels of joining. Yeah, that's really, that's really cool. Being able to weave in and out and be able to put in the time that you have. We might have mm -hmm. to take a look at our structure. I really like that. I yeah. Really yeah. Really like that. I think we might have to take a look at our structure because we do have like the sports and the jobs and everything. Yeah. They're some, it is sometimes hard to commit to. It's very hard. Yeah. Cause you never, and you never know to a month ahead what next month is going to be yeah like, especially with tests and studying and all that and, and, and stuff recently yes. <laughs> i was gonna say we've been talking a lot about we've been doing this virtually now we're going back to our first in-person tag next week oh congrats <laughs> that's so, awesome hey, but we also have a virtual link and i'm telling everybody because you can imagine with our town being so big you need a ride like grace has to drive a half an hour to get here Oh, wow. Well, India can walk, you know, so yeah, half an hour drive to get to the library. So um, we're going to really make use of Zoom and we're going to let people, so I'm really curious to see how it goes when in-person is not a requirement. You know, you can be in-person or we're also going to have a big screen up like this and anyone can join from home. So let's say you have that test and you have an hour to give us, but not two hours because of the commute, you can still come to the tag meeting. So we'll see how that goes. So that's, that's awesome. How, do, is there any other way that COVID has affected your group or has there been any big changes that you've had to make other than going online? I mean, for a while, everything was online, obviously. And like we used to have like book clubs where we would coordinate activities to do. And then like we would have a food inspired by the book. We can't do that with COVID. And we also have a limitation on how many people are allowed in events. Mm -hmm. Our summer volunteer program used to be 200 plus people. And oh my it was goodness. Down for like 50, right? It, this year, no, this year we, we have, I got 70 because I pushed 70. Yeah. That's, that's a benefit the tag kids get. <laughs> like if you're at the library all year long, you're going to be one of my summer volunteers. So we have our program for the summer fills up in three minutes. Like it's ridiculous. Literally. Literally, I, like I how many of these guys did not get into the summer program? I, I, I was <laughs> the first one signed up. Having that many people. Three years in a row, India was the first one signed up. That's unbelievable. I, I, so that's why we have 70. I had 60 spots, but um, some of these taggers got on the wait list, so they got let in. Um, so that's a perk of being involved in teen advisory group because summer it, volunteering here is super popular. So do you want to explain that summer volunteer program you were just talking about? So like, what do you do during the summer with this group of people? What do, I'm going to say... I'm going to ask them to talk about pre-pandemic because it's very different than what it was. So you like what we did with our leaders and stuff. Yeah. So, so like the year before I was a senior volunteer. So I had a group of volunteers that I was helping out because I've been volunteering for so long. So the volunteers come in, they can help people log their minutes for the summer, the reading program, and then they can hand out prizes or they can go on the other side of things and help out with events and like, help like run events for the little kids and things like that. So how could I have 200? What, like you guys, you were a senior volunteer. So explain what that means. Like how many of them were you, how many people yeah. you're responsible for? What were your so jobs? I had roughly 12 uh, volunteers that were all, some of them were older than me. I don't know how that works, but most of them were like younger first or second year volunteers that I was helping train 
So if they had a problem, instead of reaching out to Miss Alyssa, they would reach out to me via Remind. And I helped out like when I was at home or like if something really went wrong, I would have to run into the library and help out. What, or you would tell me. Yeah. <laughs> and things like that. So it was a lot less, like it was divided into our own individual groups. And you have like group competitions, team building exercises. It was really fun pre-pandemic. And then we had none of that. <laughs> the goal was to have like summer volunteering be like a summer camp. Yeah, it really was like you would go in excited for your shift. It wouldn't be like, oh, I have a volunteer shift today. It was, you were so excited to go. Like, what did you do? Like, you're, you're saying awesome stuff. It's like <laughs> shifts and stuff, but like, could you give an example? Was there like shelving involved? Well, there's shelving involved. Uh, you could sign up for a sh shelving shift. It wasn't like a lot of people don't do that but <laughs> like you would sit at a desk and the kids would come up and try to log their reading and then you would help them out with that you got to talk to them about like what books they read and how how their week was and things like that and then every Tuesday we had the team the team building. meetings yeah. yeah we would play games with like balloons icebreakers we did trivia one time and that was all really fun um, and then he's also wondering what are the other volunteer things you did like to have so many of us what what else yeah. did you volunteer at so you sat Somebody at the summer reading check-in desk, desk do you guys want to talk about some of the other some so in the past you guys weren't as involved back then but well, Haley we started a, we started a month before we shut down yeah a month before we shut actually, down you guys like, were a little newer not even 10 days because it was the March meeting of oh 2020 gosh. before COVID so you guys haven't even it was like this. the second or third right so Haley like when we did drives and stuff you want to talk about those like when we did drives, like food drives and pet drives and like the refugee drive. Do you remember that? Farmer's market? Um, my favorite was always at our local, local farmer's market where we would sell used books at this mm -hmm. little booth there. And there was also um, fundraisers mm -hmm. and drives where we would meet at a food pantry nearby or someplace like that and just help out there. Right, yeah. So we have like all the choice that's why we have a big software system we have so many kids and so many volunteer spots that when they're talking about logging their minutes we actually have a whole portal and then the opportunities are like you know sign up for story time and help or you might have sign up to go to the food bank and pack food and i can take like 10 kids there at a time you know so that's how we get all those hours in and can accommodate that many people so just to clarify so there's like a senior volunteer person that oversees other people and then each of these groups kind of signs up for specific volunteer opportunities in the community yeah and they get to sign up for what they want to do like there's yeah, no exactly. required shifts it's do what you can and there's, there's just mm -hmm. there's just a minimum and they're a minimum like they have to do 15 hours for the summer that's awesome though having that many people and being able to have so many opportunities because of that ours yeah. is <laughs> Um, beg to differ, worlds apart. Uh, yeah. I mean, we are a small library. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's incredible. Like these guys, they have like 500 people per class. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you gotta, right? You gotta put that all in perspective. So have, I personally think that's why we stayed away. I love the president, vice president, treasurer, secretary idea, but I think for us that can become clicky because. We're always working oh, really yeah. hard to make sure two high schools can merge. Yeah. So if we end up with like a president vice all from one high school, it gets a little trickier. So that's why I kind of like making sure that everybody always has an opportunity to do those leadership roles. So anyway, so it's, it's we're, we're totally different the way we're structured. And I think that's the coolest thing about libraries. Oh. I just want to say I'm very impressed with 
the whole volunteer aspect of the library. Like, I feel like I want to try to modify that for my library once we're able to bring people back more mm-hmm. full capacity and get those volunteer opportunities back. I think that's a great thing you guys have. I know teens are always looking for volunteer opportunities. Our high school has the silver cord program. If you get 200 volunteers. Well, because COVID it's 175. Usually it's 200. About 200 volunteer hours, they get a special cord at graduation. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I started the teen advisory board because teens were looking for um, those volunteer hours, but to expand the volunteer opportunities like you guys have, I think that's something I should definitely set as a goal for next year. So thank you for those amazing ideas. I love that, especially yeah. the whole like senior volunteer coordinator that is, that's a team that is kind of in charge of others. I think I love that idea. Yeah, so it's so great to be able to see all this volunteering because we're in such a small community. It's really hard for us to like get volunteering going. I know I was trying to get my silver cord as a freshman and I was trying to like start it, but I couldn't even find enough volunteer opportunities. The only opportunities I could find were in the school district. And it was really difficult because I wanted to do other things and help other people. And because it's such a small area, like you can't, it's hard to do that. Everybody else is looking for these volunteer opportunities as well. So I think, I think with our larger community, it's a lot easier for us. For example, I only started a year and a half ago and it was all through COVID and I already have 150 volunteer hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have like 75, mm-hmm. I think. But I still, that's a that's lot. That's the same amount of time. That's a lot for. And yeah, I've been doing it since I was in sixth grade and I don't even know how many I have because we didn't start using the portal until. Yeah, the portal was like three years old when it got really big. But, wow. but I can I can tell on these guys. So you, so because the portal came into their lives later, they're not very good at it. <laughs> these guys are like on it. So that's why they can tell you. She has to remind me to enter your minutes. Yeah, I took back while I know you did. <laughs> that's awesome. So going back to something you said earlier, you said the commute. Like, does any of you have to take any way to get to the library other than a car? Yeah, I know, like, you have things like that, like, <laughs> or buses. We're just we in a small those. town area. There's country everywhere. We just have to drive. We have cars and tractors. <laughs> like, I walk. That's obviously not what you're talking about, but I live like five minutes away from the library, and there's sidewalks all the way there. So we both can walk here, which is so helpful. But no, we have like the public buses, but. Well, I, I we, so I would say probably kids, like, if you're in the city, you're going to use the subway and buses. We don't here. So it's really parent driven for getting here, which that's why this digital is gonna be so cool for us. But um, what we did have to figure out uh, quite a few years ago, we have the school buses now drop off after school at the library. So that's huge, that's huge. So parents are still working and kids wanna come work on a group project at the public library. This is a bus stop. That's awesome. So we're pretty close to all the schools. We're within walking distance of all of the schools in our district pretty much because it's so small, but I just think it's really interesting because there's so many people like I didn't know if there was a bus system or like like we don't have a public bus system here like I mean you have the city of Albany buses we Mm -hmm. have them but I've never I've never (laughs) (laughs) they're like very inconvenient like the closest one to my house like I think is like over a mile away yeah so if they're not very convenient not many people think of them I don't think but they're there if you needed them, yeah. 
I don't know if we want to talk about like our seeing that we're kind of talking about our communities a little bit. I don't know if you want to talk about Melton a little bit and maybe if you know the history of it at all. Yeah, so <laughs> the our town, Milton, it's it's pretty interesting history, I think. So we live in a town where it's pretty close to a like river and we're like probably what half an hour drive from Lake Michigan, something uh, like that. Maybe a little about a hour, little more. Yeah. <laughs> um we actually have a stop that was on the Underground Railroad in our town about a block from here. It's called the Milton House. So like there was this guy, Joseph Goodrich, and he made his big, he has a, it's a, like a big house That's basically. An inn. Yeah, it's an inn. That's a motel. And like people could stay there and they had a post office and all this stuff. And in the back, they had a little house where slaves trying to get away from the south could hide and it was a literal stop in the underground railroad and there's a tunnel and it's really interesting we all grew up going there as a field trip and learning about it and and it's just it's a very we value history a lot in our town and that's something that is we are hit over the head with in school Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Do you guys have any like history or in- in- interesting about your fun facts? Fun facts. Fun facts. I mean, I have some. I don't know. You hate history. <laughs> you want to fit in good in Milton, <laughs> You guys are probably from the wrong high school for this. Question. Have you guys ever heard of the Shakers? Yeah. No. Yes. So we are the home of the original Shaker community. So these guys, all four of them go to Colony High School, but the other high school is Shaker High School because the original settlement of Shakers is in our town. So they have like the murals on the wall of the rocking chairs and the Shaker furniture and all of that. (laughs) So they have a little more history built in, which is funny. So even within our two high schools, they're very different that way. So there is a big focus on that at that high school, but not at the other high school. We still live in the same area. I know. I just, I I did not know that. Like, Me I love the heritage site. <laughs> and ironically, like the Shaker site is on the border. It's, it's closer to their high school than it is Shaker High School. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy that there's even so many differences in your two high schools in your town. Like, I mean, our town is just so small in comparison. Like, I think about our high school and like going back to it, like we we were trying to get a referendum for our high school, which was very old. Um, 60s it was built in the 60s we were trying to get a referendum for about four years before we got one last year and now our high school is almost done with a bunch of projects that we needed because we had um we don't have a sinkhole underneath our school anymore we had a sinkhole under our school our pool was really old and it had chemicals and um we our floors weren't um straight like there our, yeah. our floors were like at this angle for yeah. some of them. There were some classrooms in old storage closets. We had as, um, asbestos. We had asbestos. <laughs> so we just got a new like bunch of parts of our school. So um, <laughs> hopefully we won't get diseases now. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> well, you, you guys could say about the renovation of the library. Um, yeah, we just went, we did major renovations. Like the library was closed for a long time while they were doing it, but we have our own team room now. It's not just like a section of the library. It's like soundproof glass walls and we get to decorate it however we wanted. And as members of the tie group, we got to pick out the design. 
which was so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, we did it by like, we chose the colors of both schools and combined them in as many way possible. So mm -hmm. it wasn't just blue or just red. It was really fun to do that. Yeah. And I just reminded me because you said the flooding, we had leaking ceilings in our old dean space. So yeah. getting to do this was super exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we actually got our own referendum. Was it like four years ago? Well, renovations. It wasn't a referendum. It was a renovation. We Our library <laughs> renovated back in 2016. So our building, there used to be a college in town, the Melton College. So this building was actually the library of the college. Um, the college closed in 85. The building, the public library was on the first floor and we shared it with the school district and um, city hall. And um, then school district and city hall moved out to their own locations. So we had this whole building to ourselves, and we were lucky enough to go under a major renovation. The building was gutted and we took over the both floors. Um, so we, we doubled our space. We have a maker space that we reduced those steam activities. We got a new teen area. This used to be a table on the bookshelf before. Um, so teen area, we have um, study rooms and collaborative spaces. And we actually won, I always like to brag about this, um, Library of the Year for Wisconsin in 2018 because of the renovation. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, it's awesome that I love it seeing that all these libraries are being renovated. Like you guys were just renovated. We were renovated. There's libraries in the county that have been, are being renovated. So libraries are not going away. So I think yeah. it's great too that like teens are super involved in their libraries with our groups as well. And that they have amazing libraries to be involved in. And I don't think I've ever told them this even, but I came here as a little kid and I remember coming up to city hall with my mom when she had to pay her bills. And I remember being in the basement, picking out VHS and <laughs> going downstairs and picking out little children's books, but it was very, not colorful it was just brown and old and i remember Brick. it had the old book smell and it was just like it wasn't fun but i remember coming in here when it was renovated and it's so colorful and everything is very it's whimsical and you Open. just want to be here it's very community space oriented rather than bleh. Yeah. That was yeah like, I don't know. I was scared walking in here when I was a little kid. Like, everything was just brown and, like, drab colors. It was not... And then, like, the teen room is now bright, colorful. Yeah. We had to decorate it. We decorated it, like, the jungle for the uh, summer theme. It was so much fun. Like, That's awesome. Our teen area has a few... As it had... I don't know if it does still. Do we have the booths still? I have them hidden away right now. We have, like, two booths, like, a restaurant-style thing with two TVs and so that people can like study for finals and stuff. And then we have our little succulent garden. And usually we, we have like a project going on the wall that people can do when they come in and just comfy chairs and stuff like that. Cause I know I like to come here during finals and just like sit and pretend I'm studying. Have <laughs> <laughs> or did have an Nintendo Switch for a while in our team room. That's awesome. Still there, just again, locked away. Kind of, I'm sure, like you guys too, just with what we're doing right now. Yeah, mm -hmm. we don't want people hanging out for too long. Yeah, it's just, it'll come back. It, it'll come back. <laughs> is your guys's library open? Because I know ours is, um, but you have to wear a mask if you're not vaccinated. So, is your guys's open? Because you said your mask mandate was back, right? Yeah. Our, our library is open, but you have to wear a mask regardless of vaccination status. 
Yeah, I'd say they changed the mandate, not even two weeks ago. It was like a week or two weeks ago. It was pretty recent. Yeah, literally two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago when I sent out the message to you guys, right? But it's still like reduced hours compared to like what a normal year would be. Yeah, after Labor Day, we're going, so right now we're only open two nights a week and Saturdays. After Labor Day, we go to every night again, Monday through Thursday, and Sundays are added. So we're back to pretty much regular hours after Labor Day. That That's exactly with us too. We'll go back to our pre-COVID hours after Labor Day and we'll be open back up on Sundays too. So we're slowly getting back to what we were. Um, we had a shutdown twice, which um, like back in March and then again, back in November, we had a shutdown again, which was really hard to do when you open back up again. Mm -hmm. um, so hopefully cross our fingers that we don't have to shut down again. We're so like restricted services to um, not encouraging people to hang around. That's why the team boosts are hidden away right now. Um, but we're kind of seeing what the fall is going to be like when school goes back in session. It's sad. I just hope that we can keep it open this time because I know a ton of people love to come here and little kids love it. I would take the kids I babysat, bring them here, and they just wanted to stay and play and read and look. And Touch. I want to stay here too. It's so hard to not be able to just like sit and hang out with your friends because of everything that's going on. And like we've had things moved outside. We had, I don't know if it's still out there, but for the summer program, we had a huge tent up in case it rained. We did all of our family and most of our programs outside this year, which was an interesting challenge for something. Like we, yeah. we were able to do a tie-dye event, which was really fun, but that was really only because it was outside. So right. yeah, we wouldn't have been able to do it inside. So yeah. that's like something fun to do. That's awesome. Do you guys have any questions for us? I know that we've talked a lot, sorry. <laughs> What's your guys' favorite programs that you've done? Um, like something that I thought was really funny when I heard about it is we had like a kid's bike um, car wash and kid's bike parade. I thought that was really cute and funny. <laughs> That's cute. Um, of a couple, uh, usually around Halloween time, we, uh, pumpkin catapult contest, pumpkin truck is what it's called. Pumpkin chunkin'. It's pretty awesome. It's, uh, up there. I would say there's the perk of being in a small town. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the library loaf? Oh yeah, no. So a big <laughs> thing, uh, is we've, uh, I would say a decent running community in yeah. Milton. Um, so we have, so one of our biggest things that I helped with like three weeks ago was we have a library lobe. So we, we have a 5k where they just basically run around Milton and it's like a huge thing for us pretty much. Yeah. It's, it's our, um, annual fundraiser. It's our library lobe fun run. So it's a 5k, which is 3.1 miles. And, um, this year was our sixth year of doing it. So we did a little hybrid. It was in person, but also we had a virtual option. Um, but yeah, that's kind of our main, our yearly fundraiser is our library lope. Our biggest one. Yeah. Um, another program I really liked or I like is like we make little bags for crafts. So if kids don't have time to do it here or because we can't right now with COVID, they just pick up all the stuff in the little bag that they need and they can bring it home and watch a video and make it. Um, stuff like that. I just, I like a lot of the kids programs. I like doing stuff with that because it can be so fun. 
Oh yeah, no. Um, so a couple other great ones we have. We have we I know in pastors we've had like murder mystery nights, we have trivia nights pretty often, like hide and seek in the library. Teens love hide and seek. I don't know why, but teens love playing it still. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. We did catch we did that backwards. Any of you guys here for the backwards hide and seek night? No. I can't remember what What's it's called. That? You guys probably know. So one person hides oh, yeah. and everybody has to find that person and then you hide with them and so the oh, last yes. person to find everybody so we did it once and I'll never forget I think you guys are too young I think all these guys are too young for it but um one person hid underneath my desk in the old teen space so this was years ago and literally I had like 20 kids like under my desk and in this little nook practically coming on top of the desk so they could all fit so anyway that was really fun but it's the same idea but like backwards hiding too. We had um, yeah. mini golf night. Oh yeah, mini was, golf. And we did laser tag in the library. Yeah, that, was that sounds fun. The, the, the mini golf was really good. Yeah, yeah, glow in the dark. It was dark. like black lights. Everyone was glowing. It was so much fun. People were drawing on their faces with highlighters. <laughs> <laughs> I could only imagine. Uh, Tell them what we did last night. Uh, we did a Hunger Games movie night. I think you guys like hired somebody or something. There was this like giant well, movie screen. It's like a drive-in. Yeah, except, except the cars. <laughs> yeah, we've been fun. we've been hoping for a movie night. Yeah, we've been I've been trying to figure out the logistics of doing an outdoor movie. I think that's something that we want to do. And we have the movie license to do it, so might as well. Yeah. We had a lot of fun with it. I think these yeah, guys had little homes set up. It was like their living room. Was yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we brought a bunch of things. <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of an outdoor movie, kind of setting up in the parking lot and or the grassy area. Uh, well, we have gone for about 45 minutes now. Um, I don't know if you guys have any more questions. Henry, Kaylee, do you have any more questions? Great. I actually have one. Um, so one of the, it sounds like one of the main differences is that you guys have like the president and vice president and so how do you guys choose yours? And does it like your title carry over or? Cool, um, I could probably answer that. So usually like uh, every September uh, is usually when we have our elections and basically uh, it's usually a longer meeting. And so we tell everybody a month beforehand and you know, like, hey, so September is election month. So what people do is you write like a speech um, like a speech it's not that long maybe like a paragraph and then for like hey i think i would be a good vice president i do have been active i do it doesn't matter if i did or not you didn't do that for the record um you're like no one went up nobody went up against you for the record he did not do that (laughs) no one else ran against him so we were at the meeting and we were like, okay, who wants to be vice president? And he was like, I'll do it. And then no one else said I'll do it. So he was like, okay, sick, I'll be it. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, that's, all, that's also a thing that happens. You, you know, we can get lucky and then not have to write a speech, you know. It's about luck, too. That's, it's, it's pretty much it. It's not that complicated. It's just write a speech and then we'll all vote and then majority wins. Yep. And it's uh, just a year term. Yeah, it's a year term. We have three positions, president, which is like attends the uh, actual like a, adult board library meeting um, and like will help with stuff. Vice president, I just will s- substitute in for the president if they can't go to the board meeting or if they're not there, I help run the meeting. 
night take attendance, secretaries, like writes the minutes and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of. So because our um, teen board has like seventh to 12th graders, we um, usually these offices are like juniors or seniors. Upperclassmen. Stuff like that, because the younger classmen, they don't really like talking very much and they just they just kind of sit there and listen and they when we talk about things that they're really passionate about they jump in but they're very shy so we kind of have to pull them out of their shells as the officers in the positions i would say that we have a few like introverted people but i feel like everybody always chips in at the meetings like yeah there's not many people that just say sit quietly i think we work really hard to make sure that happens too don't you yeah think? i would say everybody tries to contribute it's just some of them, some of them are very introverted so they like the reason they join tab is because they love reading and they love certain books and stuff like that so then when we talk about those kinds of genres they're like ooh, 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 ooh. this yeah. is what i wanted mm-hmm. so it we kind of have like a mix of people who like certain books or are introverted or extroverted it's a good mix so we kind of bring each other out but some like you know personalities some people are just more introverted and they like to sit at home and read and that's that's all right mm-hmm. yeah. when I first started tab some of the meetings were so awkward and difficult like the kids were not talking and I had like it was like pulling nails to get them to talk or contribute now our meetings um they just they love to talk, which I love. Like I can be having a very bad day at work and then I have a tab meeting and it's the best day ever because the teens, they're talking and they're um, learning from each other and they're um, making fun of each other in a nice way. And it's I- all me and Henry. <laughs> <laughs> and Ashley, I have to second that. I always, I don't know about you, but they say like teen services are high burnout, all this kind of talk in library land. And then we have our tag meetings and after I always feel inspired. Oh. There is something about this group and it sounds like your group too, which is just that kind of energy is so invigorating. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure yeah. that you're feeling the same thing. I just, that's how I, so you guys, that's how I feel. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you guys, I'm gonna tell you that's how I feel too. I'm so, jazz, I'm so jazzed after the meetings. Like I'm yeah. so excited for like the future of programming and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I always, <laughs> I, I always say that tab is one of my favorite library things. Part of the yeah, job is tab. Absolutely. And I always tell them it always kills me. They can tell you like they brainstorm and they come up with so many amazing ideas and sometimes we can't do all of them and they know it kills me. And I'm always like, oh, but I only have Monday nights and we want to do all the things, you know, so we're always trying to like do the best we can. But do you have like a running list of things that you eventually want to do? Yes, we do have a running list of things it. we haven't done yet that we need to do. Yes. Well, I think. Now we're reaching to an hour. Um, I really, like, this was an amazing conversation. I definitely learned a lot, and you guys have put lots, tons of ideas in my head of how I want to. Um, Too many ideas for her. Right. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and maybe kind of take what you guys do and maybe modify it for us. I just love it. I really, really appreciate you guys talking with us, and I'm so excited that libraries have such amazing teens that want to be involved in, into, in, with their libraries. Um, but I really appreciate you guys talking to us. Thank you for interviewing us and having us. Yeah. Super impressed with you guys. It was great to meet you guys. Everything you're doing is incredible. And I loved hearing about your town and the history and how you guys fit it all into the library and and how you connect those two things. So that was really cool. Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs)
great idea to do this and to create this podcast. Kudos to you guys. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we'll interview some more teen groups from around the country. We've done Ohio and New York so far. So we have 48 more states (laughs) to do. (laughs) Yeah, we might do, there's a Melton Public Library in Canada that I'm really hoping that we connect can connect with. Oh, that would be so cool. Yes. You know, we, we learned some interesting things about international libraries. We have a large international community here, a lot of refugees in our area too. So we've learned a lot about other places and a lot of other places just don't have the libraries like we have them. So if you ever have that opportunity, ask around to people also from different countries. Like oh, yeah. was it Belgium, we had a friend, somebody who attended a um, community event from Belgium who said, wow, we don't do this kind of thing. We're like, well, what do you do? What are your libraries? And they said, well, it's a window. You go and tell them your book and they go downstairs and get it and bring it to you. But that's all it is, is a window. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So what a different world it is other places. So that would be so cool if you get someone from Canada and see like what it's like, you know, that far away from where we are. Yeah, that would be. We have to go. We have to go internationally. Besides, yeah. okay. that's yeah. what we're ready. You guys go international. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Well, again, thank you. Um, I'll get this podcast probably edited tomorrow and posted on our Facebook, whatever, and I'll share the link with you guys too, so you can listen to it. But thank you. This was amazing. I loved it. Thank you. Us too. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Bye. you.